Hey, ladies. You know what I was thinking? This is our third episode in, and I really want to call y'all by y'all name. You know what I mean? A strong, positive, empowering name. So for all my listeners, all my ladies that tune in, you guys are now and forever will be the Busy Boss Ladies. Y'all my Busy Boss Ladies. The BBLs. And I realized that um, going through all of this, this, this process and me learning about myself and just learning about life, that I have, my outlook is now based on love. And it actually should have, it should have always been based on love. Um, but moving forward, you know, when I do talk and when I do evaluate myself and just things in life, it's always going to be surrounded by love and what the and what love actually means. So I would like you guys to call me Donnie Love because that's what I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to, we're going to address situations in our lives and life, but we're going to make sure that we cover it in love and we're going to look at it in a love viewpoint because that's the only way that we can make it day to day. That's the only way that we can get to the next day. We're talking about forgiving. We're talking about loving ourselves first. We're talking about loving each other so that way we can live a happy, productive, and prosperous life. And all of that is based on love. So here it is right now, your girl, Donnie Love, and y'all tuning in to talk about who is she? Who is she? And no, I don't know. I don't mean that nappy head girl over there. I'm talking about you. Who are you? Who were you before any of these things happened? I, um, yeah, y'all know I'm going to be sharing my story. I was talking to my daughter a few months back, kind of when I was, I really kind of hit rock bottom. And my daughter, she's 14. So we have a lot of talks, a lot of talks. And, and one reason being because I didn't have those talks as uh, open and honest with my mom. So I make sure I make it a point to have those conversations with my daughter right now because I still vividly see myself at 16 when I got pregnant with her. I was 16 years old um, when I met what I thought then was the love of my life. And he was actually, we were just high school sweethearts. He was, uh, you know, he was the the jock, the all-star. And I was this uh, sophomore, kind of, I was cool with everybody, but I ain't, you know, I ain't bust no grapes, I ain't really pick no fights, and I definitely wasn't talking about nobody behind their back. That just wasn't my thing. Um, But he came to me, and he was beautiful. He was beautiful to me in more ways than one. And when I, um, a girlfriend of mine told me, he feeling you. And I think back now, you tell a girl that has daddy issues that um, throughout my life I have, uh, you know, I shared with you guys in the other episode that I was molested by my father, but I didn't share that. I was also fondled and um, touched on by family members, by friends. That played a lot into my mental, into my self-esteem. And I felt like I always, I felt like I wasn't enough. And me feeling like I wasn't enough definitely came from my father because I couldn't understand Although, yeah, I did tell my mother and although these things happened, why did he so easily let me go? Why did he so easily not fight for me? Or why did he so easily abuse me? So I always struggled with not feeling like I was enough. 
always, I always felt like that. I never wanted to be left out of a conversation or a crowd or a group. So I always found myself trying to fit in just so I, I could feel accepted and I wouldn't be left out. And uh, so, yeah, so when I found out that he liked me, it, it was like an extreme confident boost. And ladies, what I want to say right now is why does it take a man to like you for you to feel confident in yourself? First off, let me say no man is attracted to no, to a woman that's not confident. If you do not ooze confidence, he's looking at you for something else. And it's not going to be to respect you. It's going to be it's going to be to take advantage of you. It's going to be able to zone in on those weak areas that you are showing the neediness, the wanting to be accepted, the, um, the, uh, the wanting to please. They're going to zone in on those and they're going to take advantage and they're going to abuse it. That's why so many women are walking around abused and not just physically, but emotionally, financially, uh, 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 spiritually, and, and mentally. Because we don't have the confidence in ourselves to love ourselves. We don't know who we are. So we sign ourselves up for these messed up guys, and then we be looking crazy when they do the things that they actually had intentions on doing. They intended on taking advantage of us. They intended on us being their sugar mamas. They intended on us being just someone to lay with because that's what we allowed in the beginning. That's that's the that's the flag. When people say, "Do I got a sign on my forehead?" Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> You do have that sign on your forehead because, baby girl, you don't know who you are. You're not confident in the woman that you are. So they're only going to take from you what you're giving out, sweetheart. And I had to learn that. And at the time in high school, I was just looking for somebody to accept me, tell me I was pretty, because I felt like I had lost that so many years ago. So once we do get into this relationship... And, of course, guys come for, you know, one thing. But they, they that, that one thing that they want, it never comes in the same package. It never comes in the same package like your mother's going to say, oh, girl, but he only wants this and he's going to leave you after that. No, they actually tell you they like the conversation. And, honestly, I'm not going to lie. It's some guys that actually do. But in my case, in most cases, they come for one thing. And once they get it, it's very rare or those uh, those once in a blue moon type of situations that they actually stick around. And in my situation, he did stick around. Um, we started dating when I was uh, 15, going on 16. I got pregnant at 16 and he left me three months later. He got into a whole nother relationship with another young lady. And I had to walk through that pregnancy by myself. Shortly after I got pregnant, um, he, he requested that I have an abortion. I was 16. I was a Christian. I was raised in a Christian home. My mother was already pissed at me that I went out and started having sex. But throw a baby on top of it? Oh, my God. Now let me tell her, you know what? Nope, I ain't going to have this baby. I'm going to get an abortion just so I can keep this little nigga. No. I wasn't going to do that. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew that that didn't sit well in my spirit. I knew that didn't sit well with me. I had, at some point, I said I had to stand on something because my life is taking a toll on, I didn't, I, I didn't sign up for this. So, I walked through that pregnancy 
at 16 years old by myself uh, being scrutinized by a lot of people. He started spreading rumors that the baby wasn't his, which he knows. <laughs> and you know what? Now I look at it. That was that was typical. That was typical because one thing, you know, I, we'll talk about it in another episode, but guys got a lot of stuff going on too. And just as much as women face and, and don't know about themselves and don't have the confidence, guys kind of get it worse, especially especially black men, black boys. But we definitely going to talk about it because I read a book, um, The Shook One by Charlemagne the God, and we're going to talk about that book. And if you haven't read it, um, it, it talks about his life, but it, it's perfect for anyone to read. It's a perfect read. It's a perfect read because it talks about how anxiety actually shapes who you are. And people, black people, the black community do not talk about anxiety enough, but that is, it's real. So we're definitely going to touch that topic. But yeah, he did he did the typical thing saying I uh, was pregnant by somebody else and, you know, got into the relationship and I had to walk that road. I had to walk the road of not only being um, the uh, stereotype uh, single teenage mom. I had to walk the stereotype of your parent telling you that the guy only wants one thing and once he gets that one thing, he's gonna leave you with a baby. Mama's baby, papa's baby type of situation. I had to walk that, I had to walk the line of, I was the only person in uh, my friend group that had, that was pregnant, that had a baby in high school. So, I say all of this to say I was having a conversation with my daughter and I was telling her that I did not know who I was. Although I was her mother, I had no clue. I, I never got the opportunity to find out who I was. When I was in high school, I really wasn't thinking about college. I, school for me was the thing to do. It was the thing to do. I went to school because that was something I was supposed to do, but I did not know who I wanted to be. I did not have a, a idea. A lot of my friends, a lot of my classmates, they knew what they wanted. They knew who they wanted to be. They had a plan. Ashley, me, I did not have a plan. I did not know what I wanted. I didn't even know what I liked. I was literally still trying to find myself, and then boom, mom title fell in my lap. And I instantly went from not knowing what I wanted, a teenage girl just living her life, trying to find herself to someone's mother. That is crazy. And then two years later, me and her father, after all of this situation, after, I mean, ladies, <laughs> so much stuff had happened between that, that two year span of, uh, me having my daughter at 17 years old and then me graduating, me actually being able to uh, get a job, start working. I wasn't able to go away to college. I did have thoughts of going to the military because I thought that was a way of me escaping what my reality was, but I was too afraid to abandon my child because I know what that feels like. So I stayed home, I got a job, we ended up getting an apartment, me and my daughter, and I, I, I did uh, classes at uh, one of the local community colleges where I lived at. Um, and that's when he decided to come back around once again. Like I told you guys, that confidence, the confidence I started to show in myself. I was proud of myself. I made it through something. I, I was taking care of my daughter by myself. 
and he came back around and we tried to make it work and uh boom and i'm gonna say boom like that boom bam chicken bam 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 i got pregnant again but hold your hold your breath ladies they was with twins it was with twins and guess who else got pregnant his uh, girlfriend at the time, ex-girlfriend at the time. Uh-huh. I'm telling y'all, I, I'm going to write a book. Trust me, I'm going to write a book on my life because this is a movie that I've lived. And I'm just grateful to be able to be on the outside of it, looking in and saying, God, I thank you for where I was and I thank you for where I am, but I praise you for where I'm going. So, yeah, I, I became a mom and I've won. And then I became a mom of three instantly. I was a mom of three at 20 years old. Not ever facing who I was or having the time to, I, I didn't have the time to do the work. I didn't have the time to say, who is she? Who is she? What does she like? What does she want to do with herself? I didn't have the time because I was a mom. And that, at that time, took precedence over everything else. I, I missed my opportunity on finding out who I was and what I liked and what I wanted to do. I missed that opportunity. So, you know, fast forwarding to now, you know, I was, I was just, as I was going through, you know, my therapy sessions and finding, you know, and my therapist told me to do the work and find out who you are. I did not know that. And it hurt me. And it, it hurt me to realize that I needed to get back in touch with that 16 year old girl. I realized that I had never lived by myself, ever, in my life. 31 years old, I realized I had never lived by myself. From the moment I left my mother's house at 17 years old, I I started living with my daughter. And then from then it was living with my, my three children. And then from then it was living with my three children and my boyfriend. And then from there it was living with my three children my husband, actually my four children and my husband. Then it became living with my five children and my husband. So I had never experienced what it was like to live by myself. I never experienced what it was like to actually get a check and not have to put it on somebody else. So once I started to realize that, I was able to do the work and find out who is she and what does she like. I actually want to travel. I've always wanted to travel. I, I, I like to go to restaurants and eat, eat different foods and I like to explore my city and I like to do those things, but I was never, never able to find that out until I started to do the work and find out who is she. But ladies, I share this story with you guys because I want you guys to find out who is she. And have you guys just been going through the motions this whole time and not being true to you? Sometimes I actually get in the car and I drive just because I would need a moment to not be mommy. I need a moment not to be a boss. I need a moment not to be a, a, a wife or a coworker or a colleague or a friend or a boss. I need that moment to myself just to get back in tune and that way I can be the best version of me so once I realized that I stopped I stopped being caught up in the superficial stuff of life 
And I started to live in the moment. I started to get back in touch with Ashley. And that made everything a little bit better. You know, I am a carefree person. I'm a happy person. I love to laugh. I love to make people laugh. I love to smile. I love to be funny. I love to dance. I love to have fun. I love to drink when I want to drink my wine. You know, I like to do those things, and I don't want to live to anybody else's standards but my own. And it took me a long time to figure that out. So do that today. Find out who is she. It won't take long, and even if it does take long, ride that wave. Accept those emotions that come with it. It's going to be exciting because you forgot who she was. So get to know her again. She's fun as hell. She's actually pretty corny. She can say some pretty corny things that, you know, it'll make her laugh, maybe not other people. She likes to cook. Or maybe she actually don't like to cook. But she loves to read books. Or maybe she actually loves to write. She loves taking pictures. Or she really just loves telling stories and listening to family stories. She likes the feeling of being on a beach with her feet in the sand. She loves sunsets. Or maybe she likes to be in the dark and she really, you know, she likes black. She loves fall colors. She likes to sing or she loves hearing classical music. Who is she? Take a moment, ladies, to live in the moment every second of every day. It's your girl, Donnie Love. I'm signing out till next time. Bye.